Hey mamas, and welcome to Nutrition for Littles, a podcast dedicated to helping you raise healthy, confident, and independent eaters. I'm Alyssa, your mama in BRD. I'm a registered dietitian and mama of two. I specialize in nutrition and feeding for infants and toddlers. Nutrition is kind of my thing, and I love sharing it. But honestly, the few seconds Instagram gives me on my stories just wasn't cutting it anymore. Join me each week right here as we go deeper and tackle topics like picky eating, mealtime struggles, baby-led weaning, fostering a healthy relationship with food, and so much more. I'll try to be short because mom life, but I plan on giving you real-life tactical advice and answering your actual questions. I will walk you through actionable strategies to help you protect and preserve your child's innate ability to listen to their bodies and eat intuitively. Let's jump right into today's topic. Hello, hello, and welcome to the podcast. I hope you're having an awesome day, and I'm so, so happy that you are spending your time here with me today. I hope this podcast episode is so helpful for you. I know it was for me when I first got my head around this whole idea. It helped me immensely and let go of so much time and stress and worry over variety. We're going to be talking about how to get variety into your little one's diet and why it's important. If you follow along on Instagram, you know I just talked about this recently and I gave some tips over there. So make sure to go check that out. I actually saved it to my highlights. So you can go over there and learn a little bit more. But today we're going to do a little bit more of a deep dive. And the reason why I tell you that it helped me immensely is because when I hear variety, I think of polar opposites. I'm like, okay, if I'm thinking about pasta and I need to add variety, then we need to go to like straight just chicken, vegetable, and starch. And if I'm thinking about that and variety would be going to Mexican food and then going to Asian food or going from a green vegetable to a purple vegetable or whatever that might look like, I always think in extremes and polar opposites, which is exhausting. It is expensive because you're buying so many different options and different ingredients. And it's just all consuming and stressful and overwhelming and feels too big. And when things feel too big to me, I just like opt out. I'm like, nope, no, thank you. Check out. I'm just going to do the same thing every day because it works. It works for me and my family. They eat it. I know they're getting nutrition. We can just move forward, right? I mean, I feel like many of you are probably a lot like me in this, but variety is so, so key. So a lot of us are here today because we have a picky eater. I am a picky eating specialist after all. So I imagine most of you are here because you already have a picky eater or you would like to avoid the picky eating phase altogether. And I stand with you, mama. And that is literally why I am here. Now, adding variety helps us get through the picky eating stage or avoid it because the more variety we are exposed to or our children are exposed to, the more likely they're going to eventually pick up that food and eat it and have a wider variety of accepted foods and a longer list of accepted foods and more things that you can cook inside your family and feel free to make one meal for your entire family knowing that your little ones are no longer picky and they will 
eat what you present or at least parts of it, right? So that is the goal. So variety is super key for picky eaters and getting that exposure. We know exposure is one of the top tips for really truly getting our little ones to accept more foods and not just expose, 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 but really doing this in a methodical way that supports them in their eating journey, that gives them exposure to different tastes and textures and colors and smells and temperatures and all of the things around all of the different foods, which I know can feel overwhelming, but I'm going to give you some tips in this episode on how to make variety not a huge deal in your house and to take a little bit of the overwhelm and stress out of it. But before I do that, I want to remind you that variety is not only key for our picky eaters, but it's also super key for their and our nutrition. So variety helps us get a variety of nutrients, vitamins, minerals, all these sorts of things that we need in our diet for healthy body function and growth and development, and also super key for gut health as well. So keeping our foods in a varied way actually helps our gut health thrive, which is where a lot of our immunity comes from and just overall general health. So Variety is also super important for us getting a variety of different nutrients and really supporting our body in that way. So just a reminder here that it's not just about picky eating, it's actually about the health of our overall um, nutrition and health and well-being. So that is super important as well. We all know that certain foods hold certain vitamins and minerals in higher amounts and lower amounts. And if we're eating the same foods all the time, there's a good chance that we either are constantly eating or even over consuming certain vitamins and minerals and under consuming others, which can lead to deficiency down the road. So it's definitely something we want to keep an eye on, which is why it's best to include you guessed it, variety. Anyone keeping count on how many times I have said that word? I bet it's going to be well over 100, but here we go. So I'm going to give you some top tips of how we have introduced variety in our home and how this doesn't have to be so, so complicated, but also give you some real life strategies to implement in your home. So the first tip that I'm going to give you right here is to keep our mindset right. Get our head on straight about variety. If we start thinking we can't introduce new foods or try something new because they're never going to eat this, I'm air quoting over here, you can't see me on a podcast, but I am, that we think they're just never going to eat it, you're likely going to be right. <laughs> Instead of putting that out there and really just already making that decision for them, get curious, wonder, I wonder if they will eat this. I've actually never served this brand or I've never served this type or this flavor. I wonder what they're going to do with it. And then remember again to be calm and totally collected if they choose not to eat it, but it's an experiment. Okay, the next tip is to start small. Remember at the beginning of this podcast where I said, when I think of variety, I think of 180 degrees the other direction, total stark opposites, polar opposites. That is not the case. When we're adding variety, and it's actually best for our little ones, especially when they're learning how to eat, learning about new foods, to make smaller jumps. So going from raspberries to strawberries, they're very similar in color, similar in texture, a little bit bigger, a little bit harder, but nothing drastic. We're not going from a raspberry to a steak, right? (laughs) That is a huge jump. But starting small and truly introducing variety in a small way. So 
Now, the next tip that I have for you is actually starting with a food that they already like and then building on that or bridging it to a new food. This kind of goes along with the whole idea of food chaining, which I will be doing an episode on in depth here. And I have also a highlight on my Instagram about it. But we're really trying to bridge foods to new foods so that they're not totally confused when a new food is presented, but they can actually start to connect those dots in their head. Oh, this is very similar to XYZ food that I had before, and they may not be able to fully cognitively go through that, but that's our goal as parents to set up that structure for them, that they can build those connections in and that learning process. And sometimes that even takes us narrating it for them to learn what they're experiencing. So we kind of put words to their experience or how they're feeling. And this comes a lot of the times from us actually experiencing it too. So starting with foods they already like. So an example I have for you is if they're already eating raspberry yogurt, and this is a true example from my Instagram, this mom messaged me and said, my daughter eats the same thing every morning for breakfast. We add variety to lunch and dinner a little bit, but breakfast is always the same. Is that bad? Reminder, it is not bad. As long as you're feeding them, you are doing it right. However, can we add more variety there? Absolutely. Should we? Absolutely, if we can. So raspberry yogurt every morning. Instead, can we buy strawberry yogurt and try that? Or can we buy plain yogurt and get raspberry jam and mix it together for them? Then eventually even moving closer to instead of the raspberry jam, we actually just do mashed up raspberries in their yogurt. So we're starting to slowly move in that direction. And then maybe one day we try blueberry yogurt and it's a different flavored yogurt. And we continue to build upon that until they have a nice variety of what they will eat within their yogurt. So start small, start with foods that they already enjoy. Okay, another tip for adding variety, and this is a lot of times a tip that I give just in general about picky eating, is let them choose. Offer two choices, ideally, especially the younger the toddler, the more ideal this would be to actually have the two options that you hold up and let them point to which one they would choose. So an example that I love to do in our home is the vegetable. Sometimes I'll say, would we like broccoli or do we want zucchini? And I'll hold up both and let my kids choose. They oftentimes point to it. And just quick disclaimer, if you have siblings, multiple siblings in the home, you need to specify which sibling is getting to choose tonight, maybe even cycle through it. So there's no fights there. But just so you know, letting them choose can be really effective in getting them involved in the process, which which helps with picky eating, but also helps expand the variety When you're offering two brand new foods they haven't tried, would you like me to roast broccoli or would you like me to steam the broccoli? Things like that. Now, obviously those concepts are a little bit more abstract. So for an older toddler, three plus, you'd be able to do that with. Um, But even if they don't know what they're choosing between you guys, toddlers love to feel like they have a say. And this can be really helpful when we're introducing them to new foods. The next tip is offering things family style. When they have control over putting it on their plate, it can be super fun and oftentimes helps when we're introducing these new foods to increase their variety. Okay, an easy tip, the next tip for you to remember when we're kind of in a rut and we're just really not offering a big variety A simple way to start introducing more variety into your child's diet, into your diet, into your family's diet is to eat the rainbow. 
be colorful. Think about colors that you're presenting. Oftentimes colors actually relate to what vitamins, nutrients, um, and minerals are included in those foods. So it's a really easy way and kind of a key indicator and visual indicator of what your plate looks like, what your variety in your home looks like to keep it colorful. So, and this is goes with every food that's out there, but of course we think of, we think of fruits and vegetables, but this is true of all food groups to keep it colorful. Okay. The next tip for you is again, kind of a mindset tip. Don't get bogged down. Don't feel defeated. Don't um, feel like things aren't going your way when they choose not to try it the first time. Remember, exposure takes time. It takes intentionality. It takes um, certain methods and things like that for a lot of kids for them to actually pick it up and try it. So try really hard to keep our mindset forward thinking and remembering that this too will take time and to start small. Okay. The last and final tip for you is to keep it a positive experience and pressure free at the table. I know I talk about this all the time, but it's so, so important to keep the eating experience positive, especially when we're introducing a brand new food. We want them to have a positive experience with it so they can hold on to it as well. Now, reminder as well that while we're trying to increase their variety intentionally, we do want to cycle through these foods relatively often so that they're not forgetting about the exposure. Um, Our kids typically have pretty good memories, or at least I know mine do, but we want to make sure that they're exposed to these foods relatively frequently so they have seen them multiple times and they start to build an association with them. If it's been two, three, four, five, ten months (laughs) since the last time they saw an asparagus, then they likely will have a hard time remembering if they've liked it or not, if they tried it, what it tastes like, and they don't know what to expect. And when they don't know what to expect, they are less likely to try it. Okay, so those are all my tips for you on how to increase variety in your home. I hope this was helpful for you, but also I want to encourage you that again, we just need to start small. If you're needing a little help, a little guidance, and want a tactile tool to help you with variety, I am launching my revamp menu really, really soon. It stands for a really easy variety and meal plan. And this is a menu that will help you so much increase variety in a small, way and yet be able to look back on the month and know that your little one got a variety of vitamins and minerals and foods and textures and colors and flavors and temperatures and all the things. So this can be a really effective tool for you. That is launching super soon. I want you to check in the description box if you're interested in learning more about this product to click the link to join the waitlist so that you know first when this product launches and you'll find out more information about it in general, but I will tell you how this will kind of work. It's a system set up where there are five base recipes for each meal. So we've got breakfast, lunch, snack, dinner, and sides. And within each category or meal, there will be five base recipes that I give you. So that's 25 base recipes, but then building off those base recipes, I will be giving you five ways to add variety to each of those. So that's 
over 150 (laughs) recipes that you'll be able to implement into your planning session. You won't have to do it that way. You can absolutely just kind of pick and choose from the recipes you like, but it will be a complete system to add variety. And that's basically a little more than a month's worth of recipes, full days of recipes, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, and sides for you. And then a few bonus extra fun recipes for you as well. So this will be really fun. So an example for you, one of the base recipes I give you is a creamy oatmeal. And then off that oatmeal, I have five different ways to expand on that base recipe. So I have a spiced apple oatmeal and cauliflower oats and peanut butter and jelly oats and a few other ones. And then you'll find that consistently through every all five base recipes of breakfast, all five recipes of lunch, all five recipes of dinner, snack and sides. So plenty of variety in here for you. It's intentional to increase the number of vegetables that we're offering our kids throughout the day, not just at dinner. There's also going to be some vegetarian options in there and easy substitutes along with an entire like little cheat sheets of helpful tips and tricks along the way to help get you started in all sorts of different ways, like meal prepping tips, um, meal planning tips, and how to get your picky eater interested in this. Like maybe this is a good recipe to do XYZ trick with all those sorts of things. So if you're interested in getting on the wait list, click the link below to learn more about this and to know to be notified first when it launches. And it's coming super soon, you guys. I cannot wait. So be sure to check that out. And I hope this video or this episode was helpful for you in learning more about how to increase variety in your little one's plate. And I will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're walking away with some tangible ways to bring peace to your mealtimes. And if you like this episode, please subscribe and tell all your mom friends. And as always, the best compliment you can give me is leaving a rating and written review. You can find more from me on Instagram at momandmerd. And please feel free to send me any questions or comments you may have by emailing me at alyssa at momandmerd.com. Until next time, mamas.